0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that their reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and joining me as always is our co-host, He's been taking three Ds. I mean, remembering the three Ds. <laughs> the three Ds of apparition.
1: <laughs> it's Scotty West. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. The three Ds. Do you uh, remember what
0: those three Ds looked like? I mean, what they
1: stood for. <laughs> the. <laughs> It was all just a haze, man. I couldn't remember much. Um, oh, it was a fever dream. It was a fever dream. It was a good time. I'm pretty sure of that. Sounds uh, like a typical Friday night. It's like the 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 three demandments out here. Um, what is this show? I, I have no idea how to even follow that up or respond to that. Oh boy, what are we doing? What are we uh, doing?
0: I, you know, I know what we're doing. We're talking Harry Potter today, as if our listeners didn't already. No know
1: No way. We never do that. What a nope. ch- what a twist! It's a twist. What a twist! Who could have seen a good it twist. coming? I love a good twist.
0: Like a cinnamon twist from Taco Bell. Love a good Sh- twist. Sure. Oh yeah. It's this a good time, twist man. is
1: so crazy. Even M. Night Lama couldn't have seen it coming. <laughs> the seen it coming. Have I seen saw it coming. coming. I saw you coming. <laughs> oh boy! Oh,
0: and we're back with those 3D's. <laughs> those 3Ds. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were just watching a movie in 3D. That's all it was. This is the family yeah. podcast. That's yeah. What,
1: what did you sickos think we meant, uh, dude? I don't
0: know, man. Ugh. Our listeners are batshit. Our and listeners are naughty. sick.
1: Just sick. Fucking! This is a this is a family podcast for grandma. Grandma's listening
0: to this goddamn show. (laughs) Shit! How are you doing, man? How's your week been?
1: I I it's been all right. I I just so I got off I got off work a little early today, so I I just woke up from about an hour and a half nap. Um, because I was tired. I'm feeling a little little weird, a little funky, a little loopy.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. Are we going to get loopy Scott? I feel like we've been teasing the loopy Scott the past few episodes, <laughs> and it hasn't really come out.
1: We've gotten it before, though. It's how oh, oh, I've gotten it before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to tell, so, a quick work story today, uh... From your work or from our past work? No, from my work today. Okay, where we were having like this little uh, potlucky type thing where the the managers got us like made us like hot dogs and then people brought in chips and drinks and sides and whatever whatnot, right? What? <laughs> they care about their employees or something? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> one of my friends uh, at work. Uh, comes up to me at one point during the day, and he says to me, (laughs) did you try my dip? And (laughs) my immediate knee-jerk reaction was, (laughs) I thought he had said, did you try my dick?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you've been uh, podcasting Uh, with me for too long.
1: Yeah, because I've been podcasting with you for too long. And I like freeze when he asks me this, and then I like because <laughs> I said I realized what he said afterwards, but then I just laugh and he goes, what? It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, oh, my God. and I lost it. It was it was a good time. I was <laughs> like, wow, I'm I gotta get. Much like our audience, I have to get my mind out of the gutter. Yeah,
0: so his, his dip is one of the 3Ds of His dip is apparition. one of the
1: 3Ds, yes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, we'll Fuck, find man. the other two eventually, I hope. <laughs> um, how was your week, buddy? Uh,
0: you know, it's been, it's been pretty good, man. Uh, work has been good. I have been relaxing this weekend. Um
1: yeah, I heard you didn't do shit today.
0: Well, see, <clears throat> that was a razzle
1: dazzle. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I can't so, I can't take any more razzle dazzles in my life right now. Is Dazzle one of is dazzle the second D? It might be the second we D. We got Dip and Dazzle, the old dip and dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> the old dip and dazzle. <laughs> Uh, we'll find okay, the third so day
0: <laughs> earlier today, Scott and mm-hmm. I were texting. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, and,
0: uh, and I did something or I, I, I said something, and he told me I suck, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a true statement." But I feel like later on the podcast, I'm going to say something that's going to make you think I suck even more. To which he responded, "That's not possible," yeah. and yeah. I, you know, I, I acknowledge that, that is probably not possible. Uh, it's it is a it's like a stasis for me. You know, it's just like a, like, constant level of suck.
1: Yeah, you're like the absolute zero of suck. It's like, <laughs> it's like n- scientifically impossible for you to suck more.
0: Well, I don't know, man. Let me tell you what I did oh, today. Oh,
1: boy. I can't wait.
0: Okay, I drank cheap beer, which is yeah. great. It's fantastic. Sure. Fair. Uh, Lone Star, to be exact. So if you're in Texas, then you know how bad that shit is. And... uh. I watched the first two Twilight movies because I hate myself. What? <laughs> Why? Yep, got drunk and watched Twilight, man. That's what that's what fuck I did today.
1: right. I
0: already told you it's because I hate myself. <laughs> have you never seen them before? No, 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 no. I have seen them. In fact, I've even read the books. Oh um, my lord. And I like I was like, eh, they're okay when they came out. And oh boy, man, it is bad. Oh boy oh boy. Oh. It's it's so bad, but it's like it's so cringy that I kind of ironically love it oh my god it's so bad dude
1: i don't know how to react to this tell me how i'm (laughs) supposed to react to this you could have been watching one piece you i could have been watching one piece
0: exactly do you see now why i thought you would hate me even more i mean yes dude i have got to tell you the first two you watched two twilight movies well, I didn't quite finish uh, the the oh, oh, well, oh, well, that makes it okay then. Yeah. You
1: could have watched the new Suicide Squad that I recommended to you I'm that gonna, just came I'm, out.
0: I'm going to watch the rest of them. Uh, <laughs> oh so, listen, I have just got, like, the, the these movies are so bad. Like, I think this is widely known, right? Like, nobody is actually like,
1: oh, those are my
0: favorite movies. Ever. And yeah. if you are, I'm sorry.
1: But I like, would like to meet the Twilight movie stands out there. Like actually never mind I don't want to meet (laughs) that
0: but there is a line from the movie where Edward puts Bella on his back and he says hang on spider monkey (laughs) shut the fuck I
1: fucking swear to god dude Edward is my boy, though, right? Edward yeah, is it's my- Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. You know what? Only he could deliver that long. Dude,
0: it is. No, it's so bad, dude. He doesn't deliver it well. <laughs> <He doesn't,
1: laughs> it's just so funny, he dude. He failed. He failed, Miss. Hang on, Spider. <laughs> yeah, yep. Hang on, I'm sh- Spider Monkey or I'm something. I'm sure that like was that. meant to be, like, very romantic and, like, Like uh you know, like flirty, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: Basically, Bella's like, You don't scare me because, like, you know, she knows he's a vampire. And he's like, Well, you're going to wish you didn't say that. And he, like, throws her on his back and and he's like, Hang on, spider monkey. Hang
1: on, spider monkey. Jesus. (laughs)
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So like, ironically, I kind of really actually love them.
1: Why are uh, you the worst? You, why would know, you man. watch two Twilight movies back yeah. to back?
0: Yeah, dude. I know. You know, Instagram did hear it first. I did post a couple stories about it because it is just so funny. But like
1: it wasn't on our Instagram, Scott. It wasn't on the we don't want it. It fucking better not have been. I don't go to <laughs> no. Instagram at all. So I would never know if you would had done that. No, yeah, no, but it wasn't on our Instagram. Account, Ugh, but, you are. Um, anyway,
0: shit, man. We're talking Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, chapters 16, 17,
1: and 18. I th- by the way, I think I decided this week that I already hate the Half-Blood Prince. Joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's not great, but I, hey, I, man, so we're sticking bad. with it. I We're was, dying on this hill,
1: dude. I was typing it today and I was like, that joke is honestly so terrible. Why did dude, I do that? Dude, it's gonna be on a shirt so sometime. Funny. No. <laughs> the half blood prunts will haunt can, my can nightmares forever. Can we just make forever. a shirt
0: that just says prunts? Like that's just it. Prunce. Nothing else. Like in comic Sans, like shit ass yeah. fonts. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that'll that'll sell that'll sell like hotcakes for sure. <clears throat> definitely, definitely.
0: Fuck man, um, you got anything else before we hop into this? I I have nothing of value to add ever. So no. <laughs> oh wait 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 wait. You saw Suicide Squad?
1: I did see. Su- I watched it last night. Uh, the new one that just came to HBO Max and theaters. Um, I did not go to a theater because I'm lazy. Ah, uh, it was a good time. It was awful fun. Idris Elba is hilarious in it. John Cena is hilarious. Uh it was it was extremely enjoyable. Much if you saw the first one and were like this sucks, you you had the correct response because the first one did suck.
0: Yeah, the first one's terrible. The first uh, one's like a bad video game walkthrough. It's, it's so weird.
1: It's terrible. It's a terrible movie that's just bad in every way. Uh this one was completely different. It reminded me a lot of uh the Deadpool movies, either Deadpool one and two. Oh, it's like extremely like violent and gory uh like dark humor with like the violence sometimes, but just like very, very goofy like humor um i'm ama- I'm here for it, man some amazing like one liners i I adore Idris Elba, and it was great, but so. does
0: he say that somebody's a spider monkey?
1: He does not, <laughs> so I guess my day was wasted <laughs> uh oh, also, I would just i have another thought here. I do have something to add. I would just like to state for the record. I need our listeners to know that recently I informed Zach that I had gotten him a gift. and he Oh, re- my God. <laughs> he refuses to You're come get fucker. his gift. Audience listeners, can you believe this man? I buy him a gift, and he just refuses to come visit me and get his gift. When when Since we have moved to Texas, uh, both moved to Texas, I have visited him upwards Twice. of like two whole times <laughs> and i vid- visited you and once. he hasn't visited me once no and that's he not just true flat- technically
0: technically it's twice nah, because i drove up to your place before we went camping that
1: doesn't count you it were, counts we that, fucking hung out that's not visiting <laughs> we me that's a stop along the way to go camping uh but anyway i just want the record to state that zach flat refuses to get a gift Because he's a dick.
0: I don't know why you decided this was going to be your fucking bit. Scott tells me, like a couple, or like a week ago, Scott tells me about this gift on, let's call it a Monday, and literally the next day, we're we're playing some video games with some friends and he's like, can you guys believe this asshole won't come fucking visit me to get his gift? And I'm like, dude, you told me about it yesterday. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that did happen. That definitely uh, happened. Fuck, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, let the record show, Zach is a, a bad friend. I
0: what dipshit buys somebody a gift and then makes them drive two and a half hours That's to get it? That's also a Why can't you just point, mail it like, to me?
1: It's a, Yeah. I mean, it's totally just, you know, me being an asshole. I mean, what else do you expect?
0: Well, you know, um, you are anyway. what you eat, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Harry <laughs> Potter... <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> harry potter and the prince of all Saiyans, um <laughs> 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 chapter 16 <laughs> i'm pretty sure this book's about vegeta right <laughs> oh my god uh it's chapter so 16 um I where did we lastly oh we left us we left 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 we last left off with Harry overhearing the Snape Draco conversation
0: The Unbreakable Vow.
1: Yeah, the unbreakable vow. And uh Ron so Harry is telling Ron about all this, and Ron is like, You're sure that Snape was offering to help him? And Harry, of course, yeah, 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 oh yeah, totally, totally, totally. And um, he Harry asks Ron about this unbreakable vow, and Ron responds with, "Well, you can't break an unbreakable vow." And <laughs> Harry's like, "Yeah, I'd worked that much out for myself, funnily enough." Uh, and he's like, "Well, what happens if you do?" And Ron's just like, "You die. You just die, dude." Uh, apparently, friend George tried to get him to make one when he was about five. Uh, he nearly did, too. He was holding hands with Fred and everything when Dad found us. Went totally mental. Only time he's ever seen Dad as angry as Mom. Um, This is a funny line. Fred reckons his left buttock has never been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry goes, yeah, well, passing over Fred's left buttock, And right then, who should walk in but Fred and George, because they're back at the burrow for Christmas. And Fred goes, I beg your pardon? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you little fuckers doing talking about my left buttock? Uh, Scott, I've
0: got to tell you, ever since we went camping, my buttock has not been the same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which one, the right or the left? Yes. (laughs) Excellent. Uh... So then friend George make fun of them because they're having to use knives to peel potatoes or something and not magic and uh, because they're still underage or something. I don't know what's happening. And um, then they they transition from that friend George to giving Ron shit about his uh, his new girlfriend. Uh, What is this? We hear from Ginny. About you and a young lady called, unless our information is faulty, because even they think that this double color name chick is bizarre. They're like, Lavender Brown? <laughs> um, he's like, Roger's like, oh, mind your own business. And Fred's like, oh, good comeback, you idiot. What a snappy retort. I really don't know how you think of them. No, what we wanted to know was, how did it happen? Ron goes, what do you mean? Did she have an accident or something? <laughs> what? Well, how did she sustain such extensive brain damage? <laughs> uh, and then Ron literally just throws his knife at them that he's using to peel potatoes. Uh, I mean, they turn it into like a paper airplane with magic before it gets to them. Um, but that just seems uncalled for, Ron. Throwing a... Actual knife at your brother, it seems.
0: Have you? Seems a bit much. You've not seen the movie Boy in the Striped Pajamas, right? No. Have you heard Do of it? They
1: throw knives at people? No.
0: Well, uh, so it, I mean, it's actually a really sad movie. It's a great movie, by the way. I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, okay. But there, so basically, like, it's taking place in Nazi Germany, like during the war. And there is a Jewish man who used to be a doctor, but he is enslaved now. And he is, um, like, a slave at a, like, at a person's house, like, where, like, the, the person is in the military, anyway, the kid, the, there's, the movie's about a child, and he doesn't realize that this Jewish man, who is a slave, uh, used to be a doctor, and he hurts himself, and the doctor's like, here, let me help you, he's like, I'm a doctor, and the kid's like, it's a great line, he's like, you're not a doctor? You peel potato. <laughs>
1: it's so fucking good. That's pretty good. Yeah, and that's every
0: time somebody says something about peeling potatoes, it makes me think of that.
1: That's what so. makes you think of it. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, I got that's you. a deep cut. Just uh, thought I'd she share. Listen, I'm always here for deep, <laughs> deep cuts. Uh, that's
0: the third D, deep.
1: <laughs> nah, we could go with a better D than that. I can't even remember what the first two were, though, already. I don't know. Dazzle our- was one of them. <laughs> dip and dazzle
0: dip and da- Do- the old, dodge duck the dip and dazzle
1: dodge duck dip dive and dazzle <laughs> oh yeah there we go nailed it uh, so <laughs> Harry says he's gonna tell Dumble what he heard and Ron is like ah, he's just gonna say that he was that Snape was offering to help so he could find out what Draco is up to Harry's like nah I'm sure man no one is that good of an actor, and I'm like, "You best watch your damn mouth, boy. Alan Rickman <laughs> is absolutely that good of an actor
0: very true statement you
1: little you little cock um so uh we get this bit about Jenny petrifying this garden gnome and dressed it up like an angel to be the tree topper, and I realized this this was the point that I realized that I'm having a way harder time getting behind Ginny's antics because of the way I think and fear her situation is going, the Harry-Ginny of it all situation.
0: I don't know know what you're talking about.
1: (sighs) You know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. No clue. Harry's little wee-wee loving Ginny.
0: I have no... Nope. Never even heard of that. Uh Why would you think
1: that? I don't know. Where would I ever get that idea from? Uh... So okay, here's where we finally get some fr- for the first time in 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 ch- many much chapters. Zachary, this book's built different. We finally get some good shit here. We okay. finally get some good shit here.
0: Fucking built different. It's built
1: different, bro. This book's built different. Uh, finally, 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 I was like, okay, this is some good stuff I can get behind. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's Lupin. Right? <laughs> of course it's Lupin. It's great uh, Lupin oh, oh. stuff.
0: Uh, okay, right. Yes. Very good um,
1: stuff. Um, I also, I, I have the, <laughs> I don't know why, I don't know why I decided to take an, uh, an uncalled for shot at your other favorite book in my notes here. Um, <laughs> I have written down, <laughs> it's a shame that the most Lupin we ever got was in a below average book. <laughs>
0: Fuck you, man. You are the worst.
1: Azkaban was kind of the worst, except for Lupin. I don't know what you guys see in that book. Anyway, I just thought I'd take a side swipe comment about that in here, apparently. Um so for before we get to the Lupin stuff, Harry talks to Arthur about how things the ministry are going. He says that they've arrested several people, but he doesn't believe any of them are Dieters. Uh This includes Stan, oh, your old, your boy, Stan Shunpike. <laughs> uh, but old Rufus, Rufus wants it to look like they're doing something. And then Harry tells him, you know, what he heard about Snape and Draco. Um, And th- they respond exactly how Ron said. Everybody's going to respond. They're like, uh, yeah, dude. Are you sure Snape wasn't just trying to get Draco to reveal what he was up to and blah, blah, blah. um, And then Lupin chimes in because he was listening to Lupin chimes in and says, it isn't our business to know. It's Dumbledore's business. Dumbledore trusts Severus and that ought to be good enough for all of us. And Harry's like, but, 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 but just say Dumbledore's wrong about Snape. And Lupin says, people have said it. Many times it comes down to whether or not you trust Dumbledore's judgment. I do, therefore I trust Severus. And Harry's like, But Dumbledore can make mistakes. He says it himself. And he's like, And you? And he looks at Lupin, he's like, Do you honestly like Snape? And Lupin's like, I neither like nor dislike Severus. And he's like, and Harry like gives him a look like bullshit, motherfucker. And Lupin says, No, I'm speaking the truth, Harry. We shall never be bosom friends, perhaps, after all that happened between James and Sirius and Severus.
0: Does he say bosom friends?
1: Bosom friends, yes. Is
0: that is that a British way to say butt buddies?
1: Nope, not even a little bit. What no, bo- your bosom is not your butt, also, by the way. <laughs> no,
0: it's yeah, my bosom? That's your butt, dude.
1: It absolutely is not. What is your bosom? It's your your bosom is your chest! No. Yes!
0: No. Zachary,
1: pull out your fucking phone and look this up right now because I'm going to laugh at how wrong you are. So when I
0: say kiss my bosom, because I've definitely said that before.
1: Oh, gee, you have not. (laughs) Also, you say kiss my bosoms. That would be like your breasticles. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Zachary. How do you spell that? That's the third D. No, wait, it's a B. B Bosom. B-O-S-O-M. Your bosom is your chest, buddy. I can't believe what an idiot you are. I I hate you so much right now for some reason.
0: The human chest, and especially the front part of the chest. Uh-huh.
1: Right. Uh huh. Mm, uh. Interesting.
0: Okay. Uh. uh hold hmm. on.
1: Hmm. 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 Wait. No, don't go searching for alternate fucking definitions, because there is no butt definition for bosom. That's a weird sentence to say. There's no <laughs> butt definition. Uh, I hate you. Dude, I
0: definitely <laughs> thought that bosom meant butt.
1: You're an idiot. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? It doesn't. Not even close. Apparently people, there's
0: a whole Reddit thread that says my friend thought bosom meant ass. Shut the fuck
1: up. <laughs> I fucking swear to God I'm looking at it right now. Did you invent this Reddit thread? Reddit. No. <laughs> Now you couldn't have. You just found this out. You should go join it now and be like, oh, me too. I'm also an idiot."
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm definitely starting a fucking group here. Oh. If you thought "bosom" meant "butt," I need you to
1: uh, a support. Follow group? our Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> a support group for foolish, foolish fools. I don't know. I don't know where I
0: was. Going Whatever. All right, let's keep this party moving. Yeah.
1: Thank you for interrupting the good looping part. Yeah, sorry, pal. Um, we shall never be... <laughs> now I can't think of bosom without butt buddies. <laughs> we shall never be butt buddies. <laughs> we shall never be butt buddies. Uh, after all that happened between James, Sirius, and Severus, there's too much bitterness there. But I do not forget that during the year I taught at Hogwarts, Severus made the Wolfsbane potion for me every month, made it perfectly so that I did not have to suffer as I usually do at the full moon. And Harry's like, but he accidentally let it slip that you're a werewolf, so you had to leave. And Lupin's like, eh, the news would have leaked out anyway. We both know he wanted my job, but he could have wreaked so much worse damage on me by tampering with the potion. He kept me healthy. I must be grateful. And Harry, Harry of course, because Harry always will find any way to try and criticize Snape. Uh, He says, maybe he didn't dare mess with the potion with Dumbledore watching him. And Lupin says, you are determined to hate him, Harry, and I understand. With James as your father, with Sirius as your godfather, you have inherited an old prejudice. By all means, tell Dumbledore what you have told Arthur and me, but do not expect him to share your view of the matter. Do not even expect him to be surprised by what you tell him. It might have been on Dumbledore's orders that Severus questioned Draco. Um it's 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 a real running theme in these books that literally everyone Harry gets some idea in his head and literally everyone tells him you're fucking wrong you're an idiot don't do this or stop doing this or right you're a dipshit and he just ignores all of them whether it's people he supposedly very much trusts and look up to uh his friends Lupin, Arthur Dumbledore, it doesn't fucking matter. He's just like the stubbornest little asshole in the universe. Uh, and that happens again here. Um, but more good Lupin stuff. He tells Harry that he's been living amongst the werewolves as a spy for Dumble. Uh, most of the werewolves are on Voldy's side. This uh, Fenrir Greyback is kind of the head werewolf he's he's a real savage he wants to bite enough people to have numbers to challenge wizards uh and also he was the one that bit lupin as a boy apparently lupin's father had offended him in some way and uh yeah Lup- lupin like seems in like rough shape um you know he these these werewolves are not really like trusting him because he says i have the mark of like trying to like live as a wizard uh and they they don't really trust me um so i i found this interesting that he's undercover with like all these werewolves um
0: yeah give me a spinoff series on that
1: yeah yeah uh i hope i hope we get more about that at some point uh harry asks about uh harry asks lupin about the half-blood prince and the uh I'm not even going to say that joke that I wrote because it's so bad.
0: Oh, well, now we got to know, dude.
1: <laughs> the Levi jeans spell. What? The Levi Corpus. What is it? Le- Le- Levy Corpus. Le- Le- Levi Corpus. Levi Corpus. That's the one. I it's told Levi you the joke Levi jeans?
0: Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: I don't know what's wrong with me today or so, this week.
0: Do we have an HR department so I can submit my letter of resignation No. <laughs> for we don't want to?
1: No, you have to suffer with me here. Um, Lupin makes a good crack about, he's like, oh, being the chosen one, not enough for you. You want to be a prince too. Uh, Lupin remembers the the levi Jean spell being popular when he was at school but says jinxes go in and out of fashion it may or may not have been invented when he was there but he assures harry that it wasn't james or or him or sirius this half-blood prince he's like dude your father was pure blood you're a fucking idiot why would you think it's him uh also he tells harry to check the date of when this book was like uh, bought or purchased or published or whatever, and uh, the 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 date in the book is like fifty years old, and I'm like, hmm, wasn't it fifty years ago that old Voldy was at school, if I recall correctly, from from book two. <laughs> if I recall correctly, if I recall correctly, uh, Ron gets a sick gold chain from Lavender for Christmas, um. Harry's like I can't remember how Harry's like did you mention to her that you really like gold chains or something and Ron's like well we don't really talk no talking (laughs) only fucking um he asked Harry about Hermione and McLaggen so he definitely still likes Hermione um. Also, Creature sends Harry a package full of maggots for Christmas, <laughs> which is just so fucked up. <laughs> it's just a package full of maggots. That's gross. Yeah, uh, maggots
0: are fucking gross. Maggots
1: dude. are disgusting. Harry makes a solid joke that this maggot package is still better than Ron's chain. And Ron's like, fuck, that's true. Uh, it's very good. Um, Fred and George get Molly some beautiful and expensive gifts for Christmas because they say that they appreciate her more now that they wash their own socks. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Ginny picks a maggot out of Harry's hair, and his little wee-wee goes nuts. Uh, Absolutely wild, and I'm like, yeah, maggot hair picking, so romantic. This
0: Hell yeah, her. dude, that's hot, man. It's
1: so hot. Everyone knows maggots are like... Biggest turn-on ever for everyone. Dude.
0: What's Dude. the, um, what's, like, the, it's not a, Spanish it's like a nutrient or a, or a vitamin that, like, is supposed to, like, increase your sex drive? Uh... It's not. Like, I, I don't keep know. wanting to say antioxidant. It's obviously <laughs> it's not, not that. A,
1: like there are certain foods that are supposed, to, like uh, that are supposed to be aphrodisiacs. Is that what you're talking? Aphrodisiac. Yeah. Maggots. Total aphrodisiac. Total. Yeah. 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 That's not a nutrient. That's just a, a name for, like something that makes you horny. Basically. Like so Austin are you an Powers. To me? Austin Powers is an aphrodisiac. Do <laughs> I make you randy, baby? <laughs> Um <laughs> he okay, so that I think they're at Christmas dinner now. And um Harry asks Lupin, he says Tonks's Patronus has changed its form. Snape said so anyway. I didn't know that could happen. Uh why would your Patronus change? I appreciate that he goes to Lupin, who we know as the Patronus expert. Uh, The one who first taught Harry, of course, to do it. Uh, Lupin takes his time. Sometimes a great shock, an emotional upheaval, um, can make that happen. Harry's like, it looked big and had four legs, struck by a sudden thought and lowering his voice. Hey, it couldn't be... And then they get interrupted. I have no idea what this whole Tonks Patronus is... Like this is like the second or third tease we've gotten about this, but it's like there's been almost nothing on it, and it like seems like they want us to think it's important, but I have no idea what it it's supposed to be. Honestly, it's it's
0: just a character build uh, okay. for her. Just just give a little bit of substance. It's not bad, but you're right, it is a little drawn out.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just weirdly like utilized every time. I
0: think it. I think it. I think what is more interesting about it is uh, just kind of the lore that we get on. Patron- I think the Patronus charm is really cool. Like, I just think that uh, that it's very, like, tied to your emotions and, you know, uh, rather than just, like, kind of in the same way that, like, all the unforgivable curses are supposed to be, like, very tied to, like, like the negative emotions and, and mm. stuff like that, uh, the Patronus is tied to, like, the happy thoughts. And when somebody has some type of shock like that, I think it's cool that it can you can find something else to latch on to like bring you the happiness that you're looking for to produce a Patronus.
1: Sure. I g it seems like Harry has a different happy thought like every fucking time he does it. So yeah maggots, dude. Yeah ma- Maggots, am I right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh so Percy shows up with old Rufus. Um Rufus says that they just Happened to be in the area, and that Percy really wanted to see his family. And that, oh, I'll just walk <laughs> around the garden. And oh, maybe this young man I don't know could show me around. Uh, Rufus is like this is such a smooth operator, like for everybody at
0: home. Fucking- in case that wasn't incredibly <laughs> apparent by Scott's tone of voice. There were air quotes around literally every single word of what you <laughs> just said.
1: Every single, just most words. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking Rufus thinks he's. I actually, I don't even think he thinks he's slick. He's just like, he he's, doesn't just, even like, give a shit. Yeah, he's just like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, he's just like, fuck you. Uh, who's this guy? Who's this young man that I've never met? I couldn't possibly know who this is. Oh, he's a perfect candidate to show me around. Uh, anyway, everyone knows what's what's up and what's going on, including Harry. E- e- this is so obvious, even Harry can read between the lines on this. Uh, but he agrees, and they go outside to talk. Uh, this is also very good. I liked this uh, yeah. here between Rufus and Harry. Rufus says that he's wanted to meet him for a long time, but Dumble was too... <laughs> It's too protective. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. If there's one characteristic of Dumble is that he never lets Harry get into any dangerous, life-threatening situations. That's never happened in any of these books. For sure. Definitely not. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, (laughs) Rufus asks about the prophecy, and he's like, hey, hey, I'm not a cop. You can tell me. Are you really the chosen one? <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. I know I'm the minister, but I'm not a cop. Are you really the chosen one, my guy? Uh, He's like, what has Dumble told you? Basically. And Harry's like, ah, that's between the two of us. And Rufus is like, ah, it's fine. It's cool, man. I got you. I got you. You know what? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if you're the chosen one or not what matters is that the is the perception that people have of harry he's like listen dude people people can rally behind you uh and i want you to stand with the ministry and harry's like what the hell does that mean and rufus is like yeah you know just maybe come to the ministry a bit maybe talk to the head of the magical hit wizards i hear you're big on that shit. Uh, basically, just give the impression that you're you're cool with this, bro. That you're gonna work with us. And uh, Harry's like, Nah, nah, nah. I don't think I uh, I don't think I want to give the impression that I approve of the ministry, uh, of the things that you're doing. Like suddenly he's a big Stan Pike Stan. Wow, well, that yeah. <laughs> He sees a Stand big Stan, Stan. Stan, he's like, "Yeah, I don't appreciate you locking up the old Stan Shunpike." And I'm like, what "The fu- Since when do you care about Stan Shunpike, Harry?" Uh, he's like, "Everyone knows he's innocent. What are you doing, locking him up?" And Rufus is like, "Uh, you don't understand because you're just a kid." And Harry's like, yeah, well, Dumble's a kid too. And he does. Dum- sorry, Dumble's not a kid.
0: And <laughs> so uh, I think
1: you got that wrong. I Scott. think I wrote that wrong. Uh, Dumble's not a kid and he doesn't approve of Stan being locked up either. Rufus not pleased with this and says, he's like, ah, so you, you want to stand apart from the ministry just like your hero, Dumble. And Harry's like, yeah, I don't want to be used. Uh, They go back and forth for a bit. It's good stuff. Um, Harry tells him he hasn't forgotten how he was treated when he tried to tell everyone Voldy was back. And he shows him the scars on his hand from Umbridge, the I will not tell lies or whatever it says. Um, Rufus at this point, just all kind of pretext aside, just asks point blank, hey, what the fuck is Dumble up to? What is he doing when he leaves school? And Harry's like, I don't know, man. I wouldn't even tell you even if I did. Uh, I don't know, and I wouldn't tell you if I I didn't. don't know, bitch. He gets all sassy. Yeah, sassy, Harry. <laughs> uh, Rufus is like, well, Dumble has obviously done a great job on you. You're Dumbledore's man through and through. Harry says, hell yeah, glad we got that straight. Um, also, quick side note, you seem more clever than Fudge. So maybe you should learn from him and not get in Dumble's business. In case you didn't notice, Fudge isn't the minister anymore, and Dumble is still headmaster at Hogwarts. Dude. Uh, So, you know, maybe learn from that a little bit. And that's the end of that chapter. Real solid chapter. Uh, I think that was my favorite one since chapter two, the Snape chapter, of course. Um
0: You are full of shit.
1: Nope. I thought about this. The first pensive chapter was okay, but not as good as this. And the second gotcha. pensive chapter was lame. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a solid chapter. I liked the the Rufus and Harry interaction and I loved all the loop and stuff we got. And we got some fun friend George stuff. So And you got some maggots. <laughs> and I got some maggots for Christmas. What could so be better? I have to I because I have to I have to ask. Yes, if please. You, if,
0: so, are you just gonna just jump off of the Ginny bandwagon because Harry likes Ginny? Yes.
1: <laughs> Sex face. Right
0: I hate you. <laughs>
1: you <look> so shocked.
0: <laughs> I just can't with no, you. No,
1: I told you. It's just. It's something deep in my soul. Like I tr- I try to get jazzed for Ginny stuff, but it just now that I think about her and where I now fucking just know the story is going to go, it just makes me sad.
0: Where do you think the story is going to go?
1: It's gonna go, it's gonna go with Harry and Ginny ending up together.
0: Ending up together like at the very end, you think yes. they're just going to
1: live happily ever after? Yes. Mm. This is the second to last book. They're going to give Harry a love interest at some point. One that's going to stick. Uh on like Cho. And I feel like the build up they're having to this the fucking love potion nonsense like I mean, what oh, he- if
0: what if they get together just so that Rowling can kill her off?
1: <sighs> that could be interesting. Um If Ginny could be killed, she might be too much of a badass. I mean, she might be too much of a badass, but hey, (laughs) you never know. What I'm saying is you need to take
0: things for what they fucking are and just like, if Ginny's a badass, then she's a badass, okay? I'm
1: trying. I'm trying. It makes me hurt. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, chapter 17. Uh, Molly, our fucking girl Molly crying more than usual now cuz uh Percy stormed out of the house after uh, unclear one or all of the other weasley children threw food at him <laughs> <laughs> he like uh yeah he got like mashed potatoes on his face and stormed out uh and all, I think all of the others like Ginny weas Ginny uh, Ginny Fred George Bill they all take credit for it so maybe they all did it who knows um, Dude,
0: I feel so bad Percy. for poor
1: Molly because it, it, Rufus, you know, made this whole to do. He was full of shit, of course, about like how, oh, Percy had to stop in to see you guys. And Percy just stayed in there like you can tell Rufus has totally concocted this story and is ma- making Percy be there. Uh,
0: but I, but I think I think that like Percy was OK with it.
1: Mm, I don't I didn't get that vibe at all. I got the vibe of, like, he's standing there because his boss is making him, and he's he's the excuse for them to be there. And Molly views it as, like, this, oh, this chance to reconcile, but then it wasn't that at all, and he just right. storms out, so.
0: I mean, he's still a dipshit when he's there, so still fuck Percy.
1: I, I am curious to what the the Percy endgame is, not, like, what his endgame is, is, but, like, Is it if we ever get any reconciliation or like if Percy is going to like die at some point or just like I found myself wondering here like what's what's the last the finale of the Percy storyline I guess the Uh, Percy saga the Percy saga and I was just like huh. It's like, I is this your
0: new, like, that. most heavily invested like, yes.
1: storyline now? This, this is the Scott's random. I'm going to latch on to this storyline, and that's all I'll care about. Uh, anyway, they they flew back to Hogwarts. Uh, very funny stuff here from McGonagall. They come back in McGonagall's office, and she just, like, barely acknowledges them. She's, like, writing or something. She, she just, like, barely acknowledges them when they come Wait. in. Wait.
0: They flew. You mean they took flu powder? Flu,
1: flu. Yeah, they flew. They flew their way back in, <laughs> and uh... McGonagall basically is just like, "What's up, Potter? Don't get ash on my carpet, you dick." <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> hey, that's the
0: third D. It's just dick.
1: Wasn't Not it already one? Of the, wasn't that already one of the D's? No, it was dip and dazzle, dip dazzle and dick. Yeah, sure. Um. So glad
0: we got that straightened
1: out. Yeah, I'm so glad. It was haunting <laughs> me. Um So Harry didn't get a chance before they left for Christmas to tell Hermione about the whole Draco Snape convo. So he tells her about that now. <laughs> she says exactly what everyone else said. Uh and Harry's like, "Well, at least admit that Draco's up to something and that he's planning something for Voldy." And Hermione is like, uh, did he actually ever say like Voldy's name? And he's like, well, no. But Snape said, like, your master, and who else could that be? And Hermione's like, um, his dad? I don't know. Anyway, um, Hermione asks how Lupin is, and he tells her, and she's like, Oh shit, dude. Don't you remember Fenrir? is who Draco threatened the dark magic shop dude with. I did not remember that until she yep. mentioned it. Um, And Harry's like, oh, of course, he's a deeter. And Hermione's like, maybe, maybe it was an empty threat. Harry's like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to eat those words, Hermione. And I'm like, how has this shitbag not learned to trust Hermione's judgments after all this time? This bitch never learns his goddamn lesson. Okay, hold on. And I'm actually on his side this time, kind of. Would sort you
0: of. would you not Okay. Would you not say that when Harry is asking Hermione When Harry met Sally? Okay. What? <laughs> would you not say that when Harry's asking Hermione He he, he says he Okay, fine. Alright, drop the Snape thing. But would would you not agree that I have been right that Draco is up to something? Yeah, and she said and yes. She's, She still is trying to be, like, real nonchalant. She's being a little ignorant about it. She doesn't Mm. want to give Harry any validation, which, for good reason, I understand, because he takes something and he runs with it. Yes. But but she is coming off as a little ignorant in that because she won't just be like, okay, yeah, like, Draco absolutely is fucking up to something, and we should probably be a little concerned about that.
1: Listen, if... If she admitted that Draco is up to something, like, for all she knows, this dipshit would, like, strap a bayonet onto his wand and be, like, stabbing <laughs> Draco the very next day. Like, he, like you like he said, he'll take something and he'll run with it. Hermione agreed with me that this fucker is up to something, alright? Wow, I gotta damn. put a stop to it. Um, Hey, speed... <laughs> Speaking of, this is where I put in my notes, uh, and then turns out my question was answered very quickly after that. I was like, hey, what happened to this little bitch's OP map? What what, what happened to that fucking map? Why isn't he using this map to, like, fucking just track? If he's so sure Draco and Snape are up to no good, why isn't he just, like, tracking their fucking... Why isn't
0: he using his cheat codes? Why
1: isn't he putting in his cheat codes to, like... Track where they're going at all times if he's so sure they're up to something. Uh, well, I literally put that in my notes, and then like a chapter later, he does it. And I was like, oh, cool. Anyway, um, there for you, man. Yeah, it's just these random thoughts I, I have sometimes.
0: You're just so ahead of the game,
1: so ahead of the curve. Uh, there's a course for apparating, and they're all excited for it except Harry because he's like it's kind of super uncomfortable when Dumble took me. Uh and then I had another random thought that I, <laughs> that I put into my notes. Uh hey, what what happened to Nicholas fl- 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 Flammable? Flammable. Flamel.
0: Like Licklness
1: Legolas. Yeah, he's Legolas's brother. No, Lickless, he likes to lick a and- little. <laughs> Uh, Lickitung. Did he? My favorite Pokemon. Yeah, my favorite. He he was gonna he die. Did he actually ever die?
0: Um, we have to assume he did. Yeah, I mean, okay. th- there was never anything ever explicitly said like, "Hey, now he is dead."
1: Okay. Um, follow up question, because because. We've talked a lot about Voldy's obsession with like death and immortality and all that stuff. And like the Philosopher's Stone like basically gave you immortality. Um has Voldy looked into that? <laughs> like <laughs> ma- making himself one of those? Like, why couldn't I guess my, my follow up question is maybe this was answered and I just can't remember. Couldn't couldn't Nicholas Flammable have just like made another Philosopher's Stone? Um,
0: no, so the understanding was that, so so he created it, the understanding was that there are too many bad things, like, it's gonna attract too much evil, like Voldemort. Okay, Uh, so so, he
1: could've, but he chose not to.
0: Correct to, yeah. yeah,
1: Okay, okay, okay. I don't know why that random thought popped into my head there, but I was like, hey, what happened with that dude? Uh, There,
0: There is... That's a it's a good question though. There that question actually does get asked uh later. So um you'll have that in writing ah, as well.
1: Okay, cool. Um Harry goes for his lesson with Dumble. And Dumble's like, Hey, I heard you met with old Rufus. And um Harry's like, Yeah. And he tells him kind of how that went. <sighs> what does Dumbledore ask him? He says, uh Oh, he—he's Dumbledore's like, yeah, he he asked me, he wanted to meet you, and I was like, nah, fuck you. And Harry's like, so that's why you argued, it was in the Daily Prophet. Dumbledore takes a quick side swipe fucking shot here. He says, yes, the Prophet is bound to report the truth occasionally, <laughs> if only accidentally. Uh, yes, that's why we argued. Well, it appears that Rufus found a way to corner you at last. And Harry's like, yeah, he accused me of being, quote, Dumbledore's man through and through. Dumbledore goes, how very rude of him. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry's like, no, yeah, man, I told him I was. And Dumbledore, very moved by this. Uh, he Harry gets real embarrassed because he, he realizes that Dumbledore has, like, tears in his eyes after Harry says this. Um, it's a nice moment. It's a nice moment," he said. Dumbledore says, "I am very touched, Harry." Um, and then this, they share this nice moment, and then right after that, uh, they share a bit of an unpleasant one.
0: Um, this is a good back and forth. I, I like, I like, I like it when Dumbledore like fucking makes him like be a little fucking student. Like, b- b- like Dumbledore fucking schools his ass always.
1: Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, Harry tells him about the whole Draco Snape thing. And Dumbledore is like, thank you for telling me this, this, Harry. But I suggest that you put it out of your mind. I do not think that it is of great importance. (laughs) Harry, the little shitbag that he is... Not of great importance, Professor. Did you understand? And Dumble just straight up cuts him off, has has a nice little comeback quip prepared here in the chamber, ready to go blocka blocka right at Harry. <laughs> he says, Yes, Harry, blessed as I am with extraordinary brain power, I understood everything you told me. Said Dumbledore a little sharply. I think you might even consider the possibility that I understood more than you did. Again, I am glad that you have confided in me, but let me reassure you that you have not told me anything that causes me disquiet. Harry just kind of sits there glaring at Dumbledore. He's big unhappy. He's like, What well, he's thinking to himself, he's like, What's going on? Does this mean that Dumbledore had indeed ordered Snape to find out what Malfoy was doing? Or was he really worried by what he had heard, but pretending not to be? And Harry's like, so, sir, you definitely still trust... And Dumbledore just cuts him off again. I have been tolerant enough to answer that question already, said Dumbledore, but he did not sound very tolerant anymore. My answer has not changed. Uh, My answer has not changed. And my fucking guy... Phineas Nigelis pipes up here and he says, I should think not, said a snide voice. Phineas Nigelis was evidently only pretending to be asleep. Uh, Dumbledore ignores him. And now, Harry, I must insist that we press on. I have more important things to discuss with you this evening. So, yes, Zach, I have I share your sentiments exactly. I have written in my notes, it is good to see that even Dumbledore's seemingly limitless patience with this little dipshit uh, does indeed have its limits. He got, uh, you know, a little short, a little sharp with Harry there, like, he, I'm getting a little sick of you asking me these same questions. Yes, I fucking trust Severus Snape, and you need to trust me. And I was like, I, it was good to see that from Dumbledore, that he's not just, you know this everlasting, you know, patience fucking statue that even he is like, fucking come on, guy. Yes. Yes. For the billionth time, yes, I trust Severus Snape. Uh, So, yeah, I did think that was a good character moment for Dumble, for sure. Uh, Harry continues just to kind of, after Dumble tells him, like, hey, uh, this is important. I got to show you this stuff. Harry continues to just kind of sit there being a little fucking dick. Uh, and Dumbledore can tell he's not pleased with what's happening. And I think he has a good line here. He says, ah, Harry, how often this happens, even between the best of friends. Each of us believes that what he has to say is much more important than anything the other might have to contribute. I don't think what you've got to say is unimportant, sir, said Harry stiffly.
0: Dumb- such a non-answer. Yeah,
1: it's such a an non-answer. But I love how Dumbledore just breezes right past it because like, well, you're quite right, because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <laughs> important. <laughs> I have two more memories to show you this evening, both obtained with enormous difficulty. And the second of them is, I think, the most important I have collected. So, uh, we go, we journey once more into the pensive Dumbledore, recaps uh very quickly recaps i was a little disappointed we didn't get more of uh tom at hogwarts but Dumble just kind of quickly recaps his time at hogwarts here well most of it i guess he says tom acted very different once he got to hogwarts uh very much more very much more uh nice and charming outwardly he was more guarded and never let anything more slip than what he had in the excitement of the moment Dumble told him he was a wizard. Most of the staff loved him, except Dumble, who was wary and kept a close eye on him. After all, Dumble heard some pretty serious shit um, from this little fucker when he first interviewed him. Uh, Tom gathered a group of friends, quote-unquote, who became the first Dieters after leaving school. Dumble found out later um, that he was obsessed with his parentage and after searching endlessly finally realized that his father had never been a wizard. And that's when he dropped that name entirely to become Lord Voldy, except for the part where he didn't drop that name at all. He just rearranged the damn letters. (laughs) And I will never let that go. It's the dumbest thing that's ever happened in these books. Anyway. You think that takes the cake? Uh, no, you know
0: what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hold you to
1: that. It's pretty. Name me something else that's real dumb. This is pretty dumb. Mm, His whole thing so is you like, think,
0: so, so by that standard, the car, the whole flying uh, car okay. sequence is pretty great,
1: right? Wow, book two really had some bangers, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I like book two. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah.
0: You also really, really enjoyed uh, Norbert the dragon, right? Uh,
1: it's, I fucking, I told, I your conversation with me about Nicholas Flammable should have told you I don't remember anything from book one. Almost nothing. <laughs> Nicholas Flammable. Um, it's so stupid because it's like, he's, he's supposed to like, oh, I'm fucking pissed at my father, so I'm shedding his name entirely. I don't want to have anything to do with it. So let me just rearrange the letters and, you know. Father, use Th-
0: think about this when you're uh let's say let's say like a 14 year old kid and you're like uh like um you want me or like
1: okay let's say it's like first of all he's at the very least 16
0: okay whatever but you're you're a teenager and you mock something and it's like maybe i hate you and i'm like Scott, more, like Scott Schmot. oh, fuck you! Right, you just that's like changed something to be a no, dick. No, that's
1: not a good P- defense. Picture, it, at picture all. this little
0: kid, this fucking teenager, just like being like, "Ha, I'll fucking show him!" And you just like <laughs> ruined his name by rearranging it. <laughs> that's what happened. That's my headcanon. That's
1: okay, fine. I I had the view of young Tom a young Voldy being more clever than that, but sure if Look, he's if he's a teenager he resorting he was hot to shit. Ha <laughs> got him he <laughs> Tom Riddle more like Tom Schmidtle meh <laughs> got him <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Sch- <laughs> Tom Schmidtle, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> So uh, and says <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Schmittle. Uh, when he was sixteen, uh, Tom set out to find the Gaunt family. He he had done his research, and he basically his only other connection to his family he knew now was the name Marvolo. So he did the research and found the Gaunt family, and he finds old ass Morphin who is his uncle, uh, drunk in their house. Morphin tries to immediately attack him because he looks like his dad. Uh Voldy speaks some snake at him, and uh when he learns uh oh and then he like learns of the Riddle family. He's like, Yeah, you look like that dude. Morphin tells Tom this. Uh, and he's like, Yeah, you look like that dude that lives up in the house. So this is where, you know, he basically learns that his father is still surviving. Uh, he knocks Morphin unconscious. He uses his wand to kill his father and his father's parents for good measure. Then he implants false memories into Morphin that he did it. Uh, the Ministry comes, takes him to Askban, because Morphin freely admits it. Uh, however, the ring is gone. Uh, Voldy apparently took the family, like the Slytherin ring. Um, Dumble got this memory from him. This is, this is a memory we're seeing, by the way. Right. This is Morphin's memory. Uh, he got this memory from him thanks to some sick Legolas Menzi just before he died. (laughs) Uh, I still cannot get over it. <laughs> Every time you say it, I'm just like it's so cringe. It's honestly not as bad as Half Blood Prince, uh, so I'm sticking with this one. Uh, okay. So yeah, he he went and saw Morphin at Azkaban right before he died. Got the memory from him, and that's how they saw this basically. Harry asks how the Ministry. So that that's the end of the minute. That's the end of the memory. By the way, Harry asks how the Ministry couldn't detect these underage magic, because he was 16 at the time. He said they could, but they don't know who did it. So this is like with uh, the 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 levy the the whatever charm when Dobby broke the pudding right or whatever exactly. it was. They knew someone did this specific charm, but they didn't know who did it. And because Harry was the only wizard living there. They just assumed it was him.
0: Correct. Exactly.
1: Here is my thing. Unless you can explain this away, Zachary, and I'll... Maybe you can, but this doesn't make any sense. This feels like plot hole city for me. How the fuck could the ministry just ignore that underage magic was done and just accept, like, oh, Morphin did this, Morphin did this? Because... Tom Riddle, under age 16, had to do, like, the spell to knock Morphin unconscious. Uh, He did, obviously, abracadabra one and or several times to kill all the Riddles. And then also did some kind of magic to alter Morphin's memories. So, by what I am understanding is the Ministry should have detected all those uses of magic and known exactly what spells were done just not who performed them so if he's gone by that time they get there Morphin admits to it but then shouldn't they be like well wait Morphin is an underage who the fuck was here doing these underage spells there's more to this story
0: so, the okay, that's I mean, that's actually pretty good. The, the way that I've always come to understand it is that it's not actually specifically, oh, an alarm goes off and it's like underage magic. But if there's magic that's happening and it is recognized in a place where there is not adult wizards or it is in a place that is that wizards do not occupy, it raises a red flag and then they have to look into it. So there's not an adult wizard that lives in Privet Drive And it's in a place where there's muggles, so red flag goes up, says, hey, there's magic being performed here. They look into it, and they see, oh, it's an underage wizard that lives there, so we have to investigate. So because there was magic happening in the Gaunt house, there was no flag that was lifted, because it's not specifically underage that raises the flag. It's just just magic under certain circumstances that raises
1: the flag. That unless I am mistaken that is not the way Dumbledore made it sound when he explained it in this chapter. It it did indeed seem like yes, an alarm goes off anytime a underage wizard uses magic.
0: I mean part of my explanation could just be how I've rationalized it and come to understand it too. I mean like it 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 may not be said exactly like that with Dumbledore but
1: that's the only way that makes
0: sense yeah. for everything else to fit, right? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: again, listen, I could have also misunderstood this, but again, my point is I don't think this makes sense because uh, the ministry It certainly seems like Dumbledore is saying, yeah, they totally knew that someone was doing underage magic here, but then they get there, see these people have been murdered. Morphin's like, yeah, I did it. I totally did it shouldn't they be like so dumbledore's
0: exact quote okay actually i'll start with harry's exact quote okay he was underage at the time wasn't he i thought they could detect underage magic dumbledore responds with you are quite right they can detect magic but not the perpetrator so i think it's just specifically magic is being detected right again it's it's under the certain circumstances that says oh we have to come to the conclusion this was underage magic or magic being performed in front of muggles. It, he, he, he just says they can, he, he validates they can detect magic. That's right.
1: It. I took that as they can detect magic being done, they just don't always know, or they don't know who is doing it. Right. So, like, I guess th- this is the
0: simplest way to explain it. Even though Fred and George, before they were underage, or like Ron in this case, at the Weasley house, mm-hmm. Ron technically could use his wand and do things. Right. Obviously, you know, both Molly and and Arthur wouldn't allow that because they don't want him breaking rules. Right, right, right. But he could and they and they would have no idea. They would have no clue. They they just they know that, hey, there's magic going on in this house. Right. But they're not gonna raise a flag because there's no way for them to know, oh, it's underage magic. Well it's just oh, there's magic. And there's enough variables to wipe it off the list because there's a ton of adult wizards in that house.
1: Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. They they know the specific spell that's being used, though, because I do remember the, the, the owl that came for Harry was like a levitation charm was used at such and such a time at blah, blah, blah. So they sure as shit should know, oh, hey, someone did abracadabra over here. That's bad. We should probably investigate that oh yeah also someone used a knockout spell and also someone did some kind of memory alteration so spell.
0: again what i'm saying is they're not even looking at that because to them they're like oh this is a this is a home where an adult wizard lives they, they're only raising those flags when it's like when it when the only answer is underage but, magic.
1: but abracadabra doesn't raise any red flags
0: i i don't i don't know
1: Mm, Zachary, Zachary, this is not a satisfying answer for me.
0: I mean, I so it. why haven't you been gung ho on this with all of the abracadabras that we've seen at the ministry or literally everywhere else that we keep seeing the spell come up?
1: <laughs> you know, is
0: it just because it's been talked like the the tracking thing is being? Talked it's
1: because it's, it's being talked about now, and it. It makes me reason through things, and now I'm realizing. Well, listen, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. You make an excellent point. Yes, I mean, the whole thing of them knowing exactly what charm has performed in Harry's house, I think, is like that's the point. is the hole. thing that breaks the right. That's the, the thing it. that breaks it. Uh if they had well, just been look. like, "Hey, we detected magic here. You're the only only underage wizard around. Don't cut that shit out." But no, they know exactly, even like the Patronus one too. They're like, hey, uh, we know you did a Patronus charm at this date. And also we somehow know it was in front of a muggle also. It's funny.
0: I've actually never.
1: So they know, they know a lot.
0: I've actually never, hold on. Now that I'm thinking about it, and I, I mean, maybe you can correct me if you actually remember the exact, what happened, but I'm wondering if. Because, it, it, okay, this is, this is not a defense. That, this, I'm just actually thinking through it with you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if Rowling wanted to course correct that. Because when, when Harry does the Patronus charm, does the letter that he gets say Patronus, or does it say that he performed magic in front of a muggle?
1: I am almost positive it says both, but I could be misremembering. It says, you performed a Patronus charm, an illegal Patronus, Charm also okay. okay the, the
0: reason i think that maybe it doesn't say that is because at his trial is the first time that a lot of people are realizing that he did a patronus charm they're like oh that's what you did like oh shit and then they're all surprised that he can do it well right?
1: i t- i took that as like fudge has the charges and like they're all just they like Get a fucking memo in the mail that's like, "Hey, come to the trial room or whatever." Gotcha. And maybe. then they're talking yeah. through it and like, "Oh shit, this kid did a patron That's what we're here for. That's
0: interesting. Shit. I would be, I I would be interested to look into like. I wonder if I'm sure that somebody's asked that. Like, no,
1: I uh, am what completely Rolling unique and the smartest motherfucker ever that has read these books. <laughs> so the only the only thing that
0: breaks the the theory is that they know exactly what charm. Yes, has done.
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: All right, I'll concede that.
1: Well, maybe not the that only that doesn't thing. Doesn't make sense.
0: I, I think the the un- again, I guess, I guess with with my, the way that I'm rational. Sure sure, 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 That's, that's what fair. that's what breaks. It. That's
1: fair. But my point yeah, is, I've always thought
0: it was just like, oh, magic is being done. Not even gonna look at that because you know, overage wizards, right. or adult wizards live there, so not even gonna look at it.
1: My point is, they seem to know a lot more that opens plot holes because they definitely for sure knows he performed it in front of a muggle and I'm almost positive. They know exactly what spells he's using. So that's like, you fuckers know a lot. Like, how could you not figure this out? How could this not, you know, raise red flags when you arrest morphin? Uh, anyway, that's just what I was thinking about when I read this. So we'll move on here. Um, So this is where Dumble shows Harry another memory that he says is the most important of all. It's a much younger Horace in class with Voldy and several other Dieters. Um, And a couple points throughout the memory, everything goes foggy. Um, And at one point, Horace says, you'll go wrong, my boy. Mark my words. And then as they're leaving, everything goes foggy again, and Voldy asks Horace what he knows about horcruxes. And Horace responds, I don't know anything about horcruxes, and I wouldn't tell you if I did. Now get the fuck out of my office, and don't let me catch you mentioning them ever again. Uh, They come out of the memory, and Harry is like, What the hell was that all about? Dumble explains the fog was because Horace has tampered with his memories. Uh, Also, he's shit at it. He did a bad job. (laughs) Uh, But he tampered with them because he's ashamed of what really happened. He's trying to put himself in a better light. Uh, Dumble mentions the fact that it's badly done means what really happened is still there under the surface. Uh, So this is where he gives Harry the homework of finding out what the real memory is um so yeah he
0: which i i think is is cool cuz like aside from slughorn being a very talented potions master mm-hmm. like that's obviously some forethought right and like bringing him to the school understanding that he's going to try and collect Harry and now setting Harry on this task
1: oh definitely like this is yeah yeah I mean we talk about Dumble being this master chess player and this is like I mean this is yeah this seems to be him killing several birds with you know one stone is like yes he had the forethought he knew he knew about this and he knew he needed to investigate it because this is important information that he needs but he also yeah needs a fucking extra teacher and he knew he knows Horace will have a weakness for Harry and all this stuff. So yeah, definitely, um, some big brain chess being played by our guy Dumble.
0: Blessed as I am with an extraordinary mind. With
1: an extraordinary (laughs) mind. Oh, I love it when he fires back at Harry. So (laughs) Harry's like, I don't know how you're, you expect me to get this information from Slughorn. And Dumble says, He has his weakness like the rest of us. I believe that you are the one person who might be able to <laughs> penetrate his defenses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is most
1: important that we secure the true memory, Harry. How important we will only know when we have seen the real thing. So good luck and good night. Uh Harry gets to his feet. He says good night, sir. As he closed the study door behind him, he distinctly heard Phineas Nigelis say, I can't see why the boy should be able to do it better than you, Dumbledore. And Dumble responds, I wouldn't expect you to, Phineas. Uh, and Fox does a little ah, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Adam, what is the, i'm not a phoenix expert what do they sound like <laughs> i'm not a fucking swan expert I, no i am a swan expert we determined i was after much deliberation Oh okay. uh came back around i am i a swan don't know expert. they're
0: like uh they're sad songs
1: cool. is what it sounds
0: like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> uh and that is the end of that chapter uh interesting stuff this is the first we've had mention of these Horror houses, I mean, horror cruxes. Um,
0: yes, it is.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I guess I don't. I have, were you a
0: fan of the chapter?
1: It was all right, it was all right. It wasn't as good as the previous chapter, but it's fine.
0: That's so interesting. I, I definitely would have flipped those in what I thought you would like. Well, I guess to be honest, though, I did forget. Uh, the good stuff that happens with, uh, and
1: Oh, you forgot the, the Rufus stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So chapter eight thing, 18, 18, That's the one. uh, last <laughs> chapter that we will be going over to today. Uh, Harry tells Ron and Hermione, uh, about what he saw separately because she's still super pissed at Ron. Um, Even Hermione has never heard of Horcruxes. She thinks it will be difficult to get Horus to give up the memory. Um, They are in potions, and they have to make an antidote for a random poison. Hermione is real happy. She's like, oh, hell yeah, this is unique. The prince can't help you cheat this time, bitch. And the prince immediately helps Harry cheat uh, because <laughs> apparently a bezar, Bezoar, I don't know how you say it,
0: bezor, Bezoar. Uh,
1: uh, bourgeois. Be, bourgeois uh, it'll just—it's the antidote to most poisons. It's just, all you need is that, and you're set. Apparently, so Harry sees this written in the prince's book. And just when Horace comes to check his... Because they're supposed to get all fancy and, like, separate out the individual poison ingredients and come up with an antidote for each and blah body blah, blah, blah Uh And Ho- old Horace comes up to Harry and he just holds out his hand and he's got this fucking goat turd or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Horace thinks dirt. this... I'm pretty sure it's a goat turd. It's like
0: a stone from the stomach of a of a goat.
1: That sounds like a goat turd to me. Um <laughs> Horace thinks this is hilarious. Uh says he's got nerve, just like is his mom. And uh, he awards ten points to Gryffindor for quote sheer cheek. And I'm like, oh, I like that cheek. I love the term cheek. So Harry hangs back. I love your cheeks. I love my cheeks. Uh, that was weird.
0: (laughs) Love a good cheek.
1: (laughs) Harry hangs back after class. No subtlety whatsoever. Just straight up ass Horace, about horcruxes. He's like, hey, buddy, what can you tell me about them horcruxes? Uh... Horace uh not as jovial immediately as he usually is. he knows right away that Dumble put Harry up to it and he just screams at him. he's like, I don't know anything about them gets real flustered and angry uh and basically storms out
0: he even he even asks him like in with the same mannerisms and the same like, yes dialogue yeah that harry him.
1: harry even thinks to himself he's like annoyed that he basically asked it the same exact way voldy did he yeah. saw voldy do in the memory um yeah harry might not be his his golden boy anymore because horace seems real pissed uh he acts fine around him again uh for the most part but no party invitations are coming horace has stopped having his parties apparently Hermione is shocked shocked I say that she can't find any explanation of horcruxes in the library uh the, the library has failed our girl Hermione and she's big big mad about it uh <laughs> she says all I could find was this in the in, in the introduction to magic most evil it's spelled all weird and funny and I thought that was cool there's like an e at the end of most and magic is spelled with like a <laughs> q and an x and shit and um, anyway, it says of the Horcrux, wickedest of magical inventions, we shall not speak nor give direction. And Hermione's like, "Why even fucking mention it, then, you dicks?" And she like slams the book shut, and it like wails at her, and she tells it to shut the fuck up. It's pretty funny. Um, but I find it hilarious that this book is titled titled Magic Most Evil. And it's like this shit is so evil we sh- we can't even speak of it. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what this book is here for, but we're not even gonna do it. Uh, so they go to this first operating lesson, <laughs> and I had another random thought. I guess this one is less random because they talk about it here. I don't think I ever knew who the head of Ravenclaw was. Has it always been Flitwick? Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, they changed absolutely.
1: it at some point. They, no, it wasn't head, Flitwick before. It
0: is. It is head of Flitwick. Yep.
1: It is head of Flitwick.
0: <laughs> head of Flitwick. <laughs> exactly. I
1: mean, it makes sense because Flitwick seems very smart.
0: Um, Ravenclaws tend to do really well with charms. It's like, yeah.
1: I could. I was like. I was just shocked as Hermione here. I was like, Flightwick hasn't been the head of Ravenclaw. I thought it was that late that that lady. What was that lady's name? The lady <laughs> the lady I sent you the picture of from one of the movies and said was hot. <laughs> what? It was the lady witch sitting next to Snape in one of the movies, and I was like That was Pince.
0: That was the librarian.
1: No, 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 no. Absolutely was not. You told me the name, but I can't remember. Her name has been mentioned several times oh, in the books, but she's never um, a big.
0: She and teaches, I was like, who is this uh, wilf, this witch? Is it Vector? Who? Is it Vector? Vector? Yeah, Professor Vector. There's no Arithmancy. Professor
1: Vector. You're making that up.
0: No, yeah. Remember, you thought this was a joke. Professor Vector from Arithmancy. It was like a...
1: Okay, sure. This is ringing some bells. It still sounds weird. Was it that? No, 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 no. Oh,
0: no. I don't even remember, honestly.
1: Come on, Harry Potter nerd. Tell me the name.
0: I just don't remember what teacher it was. That's the
1: problem. (sighs) Well, name other teachers. I'm pretty sure it was Pince. It was not. It wasn't. I know. It's not the librarian.
0: Uh, Maybe I'm
1: crazy. Maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway, I refuse to believe that Flitwick has always been the head of Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know who the head of Hufflepuff is? Yes, it's Sprout. I know that one. Okay. Um, McGonagall yells at Draco to shut the hell up because he's, he's interrupting class. He's talking to like a crab or something. Um the instructor tells them that Dumbledore has lifted the restrictions for operating on the hall for an hour so they can practice and I'm like, that seems weird that he can just do that. I thought these were like super ancient magics like put in place to defend hogwarts and Dumble's just like, no yeah, I'll switch that shit off like a light switch for an hour.
0: Yeah, he just flips a breaker.
1: Yeah, he just goes <laughs> down into the basement and flips the breaker. Uh, says hi to Haggard while he's down there. Um, it's good stuff. So Harry goes up behind Draco, uh, who's telling Crab to do what he says, and he's like, I, you don't need to know what I'm doing and that I need my lookouts, basically. Uh, and Harry's like, Harry thinks he's real cool and clever here and tells Draco, I would tell my friends what I needed lookouts for. And then <laughs> Draco, when Harry sneaks up behind him, uh Draco like reaches for his wand, he goes for his wand and stuff, and uh nothing that comes of this but i ha- I had another random thought here, Zach you- oh my
0: God, dude, random thoughts from scotty westside it's,
1: it's it's random thought day uh, you recently showed me a picture of some of the wands that are used in the movies i guess right and yes. now anytime anyone goes for their wand or a wands are mentioned i'm worried bees are going to come out of their <laughs> wands and attack them and i just i have a fear of bees now thanks to that fucking wand for
0: for our harry potter fans uh that is it's the bee wand <laughs> it's it's the wand <sighs> that has a lot of little craters in it. Uh, it is used by a couple people. They uh, look like and I'm beehives. I'm sure that uh, Harry Potter fans will know what we're talking about. But yes, uh, I guess Scott has that phobia where if things look like crevices or craters or holes... What is it's that like,
1: called? Is that a real thing? Is that just that like an a internet thing. thing?
0: No, no, no. Yeah, that's a total real thing. It I'm does look it up. freak it's me out. Honestly. It's terrifying,
1: it's, gr- it's just gross. I don't think it... Gr- yeah. It like... I have a fear of it. It's just like ew, 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 ew.
0: Uh, it's called tri tripophobia. Tripsif- tripo-
1: Tripsophobia. I think I've heard that. Is that what it is? It's disgusting. It is gross. I don't like, like it.
0: Like seeing something with holes, like a beehive or something like that, like doesn't gross me out. But when I see the images that like scare people yes. with that phobia, yes. it's absolutely yeah. disgusting.
1: It's like it's like this would scare anyone. You. Do- <laughs> I don't think this is an actual like real thing. It's like these are just gross pictures that will scare anyone. No, I don't want to see it. I don't No, I hate that one. Yes, I've seen it. I hate it. <laughs> that's that's photoshop too. That's not real.
0: I know, I know it's photoshop. Okay. It's like meant to fuck with people. Yeah, it's it, so disgusting.
1: It fucks with everything. It's so gross. I hate it. Anyway,
0: do we have tri- trip of tripophobia? What is it
1: called? Isn't it trypsophobia? How's it spelled? Called... Hold on. But-ophobia. just Phobia of holes. Bosom phobia. <laughs> T
0: R Y P O. Phobia.
1: I have no idea. Tripophobia? I didn't heard, hear any letters you said after T. <laughs> anyway, they practice apparating. And Susan Bone splinches and leaves her leg behind at one point. That's a big yikers from me. Um, Wait, listen up. I don't want to. I told you, yeah, tripophobia. that's what I said
0: Yeah, that's exactly what you said, that's what I said too
1: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> glad we're all on the same page here <laughs> uh, But yeah, she leaves her leg behind I'm like, that's a big yikers from me Uh, They're like not teaching This dude is like not teaching them how to do it at all He's just like, remember the 3Ds, dip, dazzle, dodge and duck and dive uh and and dick i would be super traumatized if i left my leg behind like they fix her up immediately but she's like balling and i'm like yeah dude i think i'd be done with operating forever yep <laughs> uh that's fucked up uh <laughs> there's this quick mention here harry and ron are going back to the dorms and they have to go around a certain way because peeves has jammed a door shut And won't let anyone pass unless they set their own pants on fire.
0: (laughs) Dude, what a true fucking gentleman and scholar.
1: Which is my favorite peeps thing definitely since the salute, maybe ever. Uh, I love this, and it gets better here in a second. Uh, then I say, ha ha ha, here's his fucking map, after I just made a note about it. Um... And as they're looking at the map, Neville walks in, smelling of smoke and rubbings in his trunk for new pants. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say anything to them. And this is barely acknowledged, but I'm like, that's real good. That's yeah. real good. Neville had to set his own pants on fire. It's so <laughs> funny. So Harry checks the map. He's like checking the map regularly now. Uh, He sometimes sees Crab and Goyle are, like, motionless in deserted corridors at times. But he's confused because he can't find Draco at all during these times. He's like, oh, Draco should be close by. Uh, He's like, that's kind of weird. I must just be missing him uh, amongst all these dots on this map. And I'm like, you're, like, the most suspicious motherfucker of all time. You're so suspicious of Draco, but this doesn't set off alarm bells for you. You're a fucking idiot. You are such a fucking idiot. Uh, Obviously, this is exactly when something is going on. I don't know how Mm -hmm. Draco is, like, vanishing off the map, but they are absolutely standing guard for Draco at these times. uh, And he has some way of not showing up on the map, uh, despite Lupin assuring us that uh, the map never lies or something, whatever he said. Uh, I, I could not it just be- it's
0: just gonna take him a while to work it out man he's not the brightest fellow
1: I could not believe Harry here like he's so suspicious of Draco and like all this shit and then he just kind of tosses this off as like oh weird I must be missing him huh so bizarre and doesn't think anything more of it and I'm like I'm glad it's
0: so clear for a thirty-three year old man that you know, and you just can't fathom how a fucking fifteen year old, sixteen-year-old boy couldn't get it.
1: Come on, you gotta be with me on this one. He's like so He's always like riding Draco's ass, but now that Draco is doing something actually legitimately super suspicious, he's just kind of like I I think I think he's just
0: he's too narrow minded. He's trying to find where Draco is. That's all he's, and then he's I like, "I can't find him."
1: I guess what an idiot.
0: I mean, look, I'm not trying to say he's not an idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying that you know maybe it is a little reasonable that he doesn't process things the way that the 33. I man don't does.
1: think. I think everyone should process things exactly at the speed that I do, um, and I realize that that long pause in that sentence really kind of undercut my argument. <laughs> I'm, you fucking suck I am the worst uh, dipshit Ron eats some of Harry's chocolates that have Romilda Vane's love potion in them uh, <laughs> and goes batshit crazy he punches Harry in the ear which is pretty funny it reminded me of that part in Fight Club where <laughs> Brad Pitt yes. gets Edward Norton to hit him He's, why the ear man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which is one of my favorite parts of that movie. Very, very funny. Um, Harry takes him to see uh, Horace. Uh, Ron manages to piss off Lavender along the way, so I wonder if that's the end of their fucking, uh, their, you know, budding romance. Um, Because he's like, I don't care about you. Where's fucking Romilda? Whatever. So they get to uh, old Horace's place, and he whips him up an antidote to the love potion. Uh, he drinks it. Ron kind of, like, looks weird. He kind of just collapses into this chair looking weird. <laughs> and Horace says they should have some of this mead he's got to ce- to celebrate Ralph's birthday. He doesn't even know Ron's fucking name, <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> he calls him Ralph. Ralph. Uh, and Harry's like, okay, this could work. Let's get Slughorn drinking and maybe he'll spill his beans. Spill his beans. Uh, Why'd you spill your beans? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and Ron drinks the mead, immediately has like a seizure foaming at the mouth, whole nine yards. Horace like freezes up. He's like, ah, 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 what? I don't know what to do. What's happening? Uh, Harry runs over and grabs one of them goat turds out of his bag and jams it into Ron's mouth. Ron gives a little shudder and a gasp and becomes limp and still and cliffhanger. That's the end of the chapter and where we're talking about today. So Ron's yeah. dead. That's what I'm going to, that's going to be my happy thought to summon my Watchman jigger. <laughs> for the rest of this week until I, until I keep reading, I find out he's not dead. Then I'll have to have something else to summon my Patronus. Um, but uh, for now, that's my of, happy uh, thought.
0: You can just think of uh, my bosom. <laughs> uh, my bosom when we were camping.
1: Yeah, I, I can definitely always fall back on Zach's bosom. Not his butt. Dude, I'm like 98% I sure that bosom means butt. I cannot believe how big of an idiot you are. I, we just shattered your entire worldview with that.
0: I'm convinced
1: Google's wrong. You are such an idiot. You are <laughs> such an idiot. You thought bosom was butt. Yeah, dude. Does it not sound like a butt word? You have. You said you've literally told your friends to like kiss your bosom and you meant your butt. I don't think I've actually ever said mm, that. I don't think that's what you said before. My bosom, my bosom. That's a butt word, dude. That just that just it's, means butt. It's just not. It's just, not every word that starts with B has to be butt. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say I fell right on my bosom, you would fall on your chest. Yeah, that's a, you. don't
0: fall it, on your chest. Well, no
1: one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No one says fall on my bosom. I'm Except pretty sure maybe you, in your case, you would be falling on your man boobs, your moobs. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: anyway. glad you can agree on
1: that.
0: Holy shit.
1: Oh, shit.
0: I did not sign up to uh, have you make fun of me.
1: I think that's exactly what you signed up for, as a matter of fact. I don't think so.
0: I don't think so, even a little bit.
1: I, let's see, do I have any more random thoughts I wanted to get out there? Basically, what I'm saying is all the plot holes in the world introduced right here, and I'm not having it. Not having it, Zach.
0: seemed like you enjoyed this batch a little more. Yes, than- I
1: mean, yeah. It was, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was, it was, it was certainly better than the last batch of, uh, For sure the last several batches probably but uh the Lupin stuff was really good I I always adore getting Lupin stuff um the Rufus and Harry scene was good um the pensive chapter with Dumble was okay I I liked the start of it more than the actual memories we got to see I liked Dumble kind of having that strong reaction to Harry which we don't see a lot of right um but yeah, like like these were fine. These were enjoyable chapters.
0: There's definitely a part of me that's like I don't know that I should get my hopes up because you are the way that you are. <laughs> um yes. but I almost like am wondering if we'll get to a point where you feel a sense of like like um like ooh and just start like being halfway invested enough to just kind of accept things as they are and just like want to continue on. I mean, um, I know that it may not be, we don't want to, if that <laughs> ever really became the case. Right. But like, um, like there's, there's certain things that are coming up that like, I, and I don't actually necessarily think it would be bad if you like pick them apart or like, you know, like really try to overanalyze anything, but like just, I just remember reading it because, you know, this was the second to last book, so I was a little bit older when I first read it. Sure. Uh, And I just, I remember being like, oh my God, like just so invested in like, I just want to know more. Like, I just want to understand and wrap my head around this, not in a snarky, shitty way like you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. That's, that's totally fair. And I mean, listen, there are certain aspects and you know, it's happened before where I You know, not not a ton of times, but it's definitely happened before. I've gotten wrapped up and like, you know, in the story and like, Oh, I gotta see what happens here and I wanna keep going. But there's always with me, there's always going to be that analytical part of my mind where I am breaking down and analyzing everything. And sometimes if, if things are really hype, really exciting. The the, that can override the analytical part of my mind and just like get pushed to the back, but uh, it it, like I said, it's happened a couple times. Um, but I, I will, I will always want to break things down. You know, try to make sense of them and listen. You know, I'm not asking for perfection maybe i am maybe it seems that way uh it
0: definitely sometimes (laughs) like all the time it seems that way
1: that's fair uh (laughs) but i just like like i said maybe sometimes i just need to talk these things out (laughs) sometimes maybe sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit uh i I just maybe sometimes want to talk these things out and if you have an explanation like you kind of sort of almost started to for this one and like I said, maybe I'm wrong, and they don't know exactly what is being done, charms wise. What magic is being
0: no, done? No, uh, I, I, I honestly like again. I, I shared how it makes sense in my head, so right. I have obviously filled in those gaps in order to accept the story that I like. Right? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, but no, I mean, you, you're obviously there's a huge part of this where you know, between you and me. And also, I feel like with our listeners, and, you know, like, we've had people reach out and comment on this kind of stuff. You know, you are you are forcing us to challenge the way that we think about Harry Potter, which is a good thing. Mm. I don't think it'll ever come to the part where it's like, okay, fuck Harry Potter, because no, that's... No, no, of course not. I mean, and that's, that, that will never happen. No,
1: and that's not, you know, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want people to think that's, like, my, my intention. I... I have had a good time with this series. Like, overall, as a whole, you know, when we started this, I was very just either, at best, nonchalant about Harry Potter. I didn't care. At worst, I was, man, fuck Harry Potter. I don't give a shit. Fuck you for caring about it so much. Uh But now, you know, even, you know, with a book and a half left... I am like, yeah, you know, like I can probably say like I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a diehard. I'm not gonna fucking order a wand that has bees shooting out of it <laughs> but uh, I you know if if you want to have a discussion about it with me, if you want to talk about it, I'm not gonna roll my eyes and be like ah oh, fuck you know I I would consider myself a a casual fan at least by this point. So
0: like to the extent that you're like, like, if we stopped doing the podcast now, would you finish the books because you want to know yeah, how to end?
1: Yeah, I definitely would. It's This close to the end for sure. Absolutely. Um,
0: That's good. I, that makes me happy. And it brings a little bit, I know, especially for me, and I think maybe I'm a little bit more passionate about it because I'm your friend, mm-hmm. uh, but like, maybe for our listeners too, it definitely brings a little bit of like, refreshing feeling because it's like, so often I find myself on the edge of my seat like, oh, my God, I hope he likes it. Yeah, oh, my God, I hope yeah. he likes it, you know? And, and I know that part of the fun is our banter and, like, you shitting on things and, like, sure. you joke about it. And truly, I mean, really, I, I say this with humility, like, a huge part of the fun is thinking of it in ways that we've never <laughs> right. thought of it before. Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, we wa- obviously everybody wants you to like it. Yeah, definitely. You know, t- to some level, some extent. For sure.
1: So. And yeah, I, I, I hope I'm sure it does at times, but I hope it doesn't come across as, you know, like I am, you know, being overly critical, even though I am, but just like, I'm doing it just to, you know, to be a dick and I'm, I'm trying not to sometimes I do. Cause I think it's funny for sure. I will admit that <laughs> I am overly critical and an absolute bitch just because I think it's funny, but no, like, listen, like I, I want to enjoy this story. I have enjoyed it for the most part. Um, but yeah, there are certain things that, you know, if, if I am confused about, or if I see an inconsistency, yeah, I'm going to call it out. Cause maybe, maybe I just misunderstood. I, I think it was a fairly recent episode where, we talked something out, and you were like, "No, yeah, this this definitely did happen this way, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, you're totally right. oh, I maybe I'm thinking of the shield thing i was <laughs> I was bitching oh, about right. how Voldi had a shield in the picture, and I never remembered a shield, right. and you were like, Yeah, dude, he summons a shield right here, and I was like, Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, he definitely did, <laughs> uh so yeah, sometimes I just you know need to talk it out for my own dumb brain to get a to get a handle on things, so."
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Well good man. I'm glad uh I'm glad that I feel like as a whole the book is going in a in a better pace and direction than what you have been used to, except for maybe book four, I feel like.
1: Yeah, um, book four was just so different because like there was always the next task to look forward to. Right. Like even though the tasks themselves were most of them weren't not actually that interesting. Like the lead up to them usually was right uh, and
0: I think I think the formula for that book that was it was set up for success from the beginning is is there's so many moving parts that there's yes. always going to be something happening. Yes. you know, there's all these new people from these other schools right yes you know uh, and and people who are relatively important to the story, mm-hmm. that book so. Yeah, no, I, I I totally get where you're coming yeah. from. Um I
1: think that formula, like you said, works specifically well for me because like there are parts that it's it's almost like structured like it's a damn video game or something. It's like, oh, you gotta like find the quest items to like, you know, perform right. these tasks and this is your Zelda dungeon almost that you're going into in this maze, and it's like yeah, that just that hit really well for me. Whereas most of these have been structured Oh, this is their school year they're going through, and there's dips and there's valleys, you know, there's hills and valleys, I guess I should say, and, like, sometimes they're talking about Quidditch for fucking two chapters, and then sometimes, you know, fucking Snape is gonna be a baller, you know, I don't know, so. Right, sure. But yeah, it definitely seems, this one seems to be gearing up and trending into you know the the big stuff like i feel like the shift is happening towards we're gonna start getting some serious shit is, is right what my feeling it,
0: especially is. like even even now like the stuff that we've gone over um be it as as much hype or as little hype as you have felt mm-hmm. I, I think the thing that you should be acknowledging what and i'm sure you you are i feel like you've said it a couple times on the pod but even just In your own shit head, uh, thanks, bud. (laughs) Is that the content that we're getting is is more substantial? Like it it is the the things that are happening and that were that are being talked about are of a higher caliber than the stuff that is used to fill gaps in uh, in the other books.
1: And also, I I think I mentioned it before; just the efficiency and the writing is night and day compared to Book Five. Um, like yeah, like I said, I don't know if she made a conscious effort to do that or if it was like an editor thing, but sure. Yeah, there's just an efficiency to this writing way more so than there was in book five for sure.
0: Hell yeah. Well, we are we are coming up uh, on some of some of uh, my favorite chapters in this book. Uh, there are a lot of them, so I don't even know that that's super accurate. But uh, we've got one episode of Scott and I discussing the next three chapters. And then the following episode, Amanda will be joining us. We're very excited about that.
1: Your wife. Uh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke. That's so bad. <laughs> it's so corny. <laughs> yes, I am um, so stoked to have Amanda on. I can't believe we're getting her to do it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty hype. Amanda doesn't really like to... Um, to like put herself out there yeah. and do things. She's a bit more you know? reserved um, than we are. She's for sure. definitely more reserved. Yeah. I mean, she's got. She's. I mean, she's obviously. She's very intelligent. Like she has like a really. She'll, good,
1: she'll spit hot fire when she she fucking does spit gets some after it.
0: Fucking fire!
1: It comes in like you know <laughs> small bursts, whereas we just spew shit constantly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but she she's got some good thoughts on on a lot of things, and like you know, her and I watched the movies recently, and she was challenging some certain things, and like questioning things, and like again, I mean, she just she has good thoughts on it, and I'm excited to have her uh, on the show. Uh, I think it's going to make for a really interesting episode, especially because of what we will be talking about. She mm. hand selected these she chapters.
1: Did. She did. Yes, they better uh, be bangers.
0: Cause she, cause she loves them, and she wants to be a part of that discussion. So, very excited about that. Um, so yeah, you guys, uh, you know, be be on the lookout, you know, uh, waiting for that to drop. Uh, in the meantime, uh, go hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Wanna Pod. Uh, say some nice things to us. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell fucking everybody about the show if you are enjoying it. And I know that we talked about it last episode, but also keep your eyes peeled for a pre-order limited merch drop pretty soon. Uh, Definitely be checking out the Instagram and Twitter for that info, uh, and we will share how to get your hands on that when it drops. Right on. Well, we will see you guys next time.